0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Making the Turn, the premier green industry podcast that highlights professionals across many areas, including golf course management, sports turf, sales, business, education, landscaping, and more. Making the Turn is hosted by me, B.J. Parker. I've spent nearly 25 years in the green industry, mostly as a golf course superintendent, and now I want to bring the knowledge and insight from myself and the many people I've met and continue to meet along the way. Making the Turn will provide valuable content for those looking to learn from others, gain useful tips and tricks, and be better in their daily lives. You can find Making the Turn on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe. It helps keep the podcast growing and getting better. Thanks for listening, and welcome to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. What's going on, everybody? Hey, welcome into another episode of the podcast. This is BJ. I hope you're doing well. I just wanted to um, tell you a little bit about this podcast. I had an opportunity to head over to um, just outside of... uh, uh, Chattanooga uh, Lookout Mountain I Visited Macklemore Golf Club with Ryan Emerson Had a great time And we, re- we uh, hung out for a couple of days It was really super foggy and you'll hear about that on the podcast. But uh, we just had a good time talking and and learning about Mclemore, learning about his uh, career. We talked about the course, and we ultimately got to see it. I wish I would have done the podcast after it was over. I'm I'm excited about going back down there. We got some cool ideas for a, a follow up. But uh, this episode um, was a good one, and I had a lot of fun doing it. And we sat down in uh, in uh, one of the uh, cabins on the property there, and well, it's really more like a house. But we sat down and just chatted and. Uh, got to spend some time together, so I uh, want to thank the uh, people over at Grounds Care Unlimited for sponsoring the podcast. But also, uh, and and they they're doing uh, great things for me and the podcast, and I appreciate their support. Be sure to go check them out. Um, they're they're uh, really doing some cool things in our industry, and are uh, going to be uh, some innovators and some uh, really cool services for your uh, turf care needs. And um, whether it's sports turf, golf courses, whatever, uh, go talk to Matthew and those people over at Grounds Care Limited. But I also want to give a a huge shout-out to uh, Greg and Rusty over at Sigma Organics. Uh, They were um, uh, hospitable enough to let me – Tag along with them on this trip. Uh, Sigma Organics has been a, a great uh, industry friend and partner in our area in Middle Tennessee, and they do a lot of great work for not only the golf course industry but all across the uh, green industry. and And uh, Greg and Rusty have been longtime friends of mine, so thank you guys for uh, your hospitality, letting me tag along, and um, you know helping uh, make this uh, podcast possible. So. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this one. This is Ryan Emerson with Macklemore Golf Club. Talk to you soon. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. I'm your host, B.J. Parker, and I appreciate you joining me. And today I'm uh, over here in East Tennessee on Lookout Mountain uh, talking with uh, Mr. Ryan Emerson, for golf course superintendent at Macklemore Golf Club. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. Pleasure to be on.
0: Oh, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad we got to do this and uh, hook it up. Thanks for uh, having me over.
1: No, I'm so glad that you are able to come up and halfway see the golf course today (laughs) maybe in the morning it'll be a little bit uh, less foggy. I
0: know let's talk about that man have you seen I mean this fog it had me nervous driving up here it's you can't really I mean no exaggeration about 50 feet in front of you.
1: Uh, Today was definitely the exception it is super foggy out here today we do experience a lot of fog but uh, uh, you you definitely picked a good day to come up and see the place.
0: Well I definitely hope that it uh, burns off so we can get uh, get around to it tomorrow. Um I I have heard some great things about it and I'm really looking forward to seeing it and you know uh, I was talking to my buddy you, you know Dan Johnson over at Old Hickory. Right? Uh, of course. Yeah, he was telling me he had a blast up here and it's a special place and he said I'd really enjoy it so I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: Well, uh we're looking forward <laughs> to having you out here maybe swinging a few clubs tomorrow. Yeah,
0: have you had a chance to check out the podcast?
1: Uh yeah, uh several of them. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm having fun doing this, talking to guys like yourself and just, you know, interacting. And that's kind of what we do. We just talk and uh, talk about life and what's going on and how, you, you know, your career and all that. And so uh, I'm excited to sit down and chat with you about it.
1: Oh, uh, I'm super excited to be here.
0: Cool. Well, let's uh, let's kind of talk uh, a little bit about uh, how you got started, where where, uh, where your career uh, began, uh, sort of the movement through your um, existence, and how you ultimately ended up here.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I started out at Clarksville Country Club uh, under Henry Lane uh, way back in, I guess it was 2002. You still or, talk to Henry? Uh, every once in yeah. a while. Um, every once He's in a while. He's still in Florida? He is. Yeah. He's still in cool. Florida. And, uh, but a bunch of, uh, baseball teammates got together for a summer job and two weeks into it, I think I liked, uh, working on the golf course more than I like to play baseball. Yeah. Um, there wound up being, uh, uh, I guess three of us were future superintendents and Steven Brewer and Justin Browning, um, that are both still in middle Tennessee. We were all on the same, uh, same staff and came up together. Yep. And, um, uh, you know, I knew, I knew after, two or three weeks that that was what I was going to do. I didn't think I could do anything else. Yeah.
0: And Justin's still over there now, isn't he? He is, yeah. and he's doing a great job. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, you went to uh, UT?
1: I did. I did. I uh, uh, went to UT to get my turf degree under yep. under do- Dr. Sorokin and oh, cool. Dr. Brosnan, and I got to uh, experience a really up-and-coming program there. Yeah. Um, you know, I left there in 2008, but I got to do some really good internships, one in Connecticut – Uh, when I I really thought that I might want to go up to the northeast or uh, just manage bent grass uh, totally. And then I got to uh, do the construction at uh, Cherokee under Jason Sanderson. Cool. And uh, that was uh, that was a uh, you know a big part of my interview right. when coming into to Mclemore is to have that construction experience even though it was as an intern.
0: Yeah. Well. How, so how how did the road sort of entered, uh, mingle and, and uh, ultimately ended up here? Uh, you uh, after. So you had an internship, you graduated, and then what what happened then?
1: Yeah, I went uh, to golf club in Tennessee under Jeff Huber and Matt Matt Carson. Yeah, um, enjoyed my time there for two years. Got to experience uh, the flood, um, which was oh, that, that was uh, wonderful. You were there for that. I, I was there for that. Oh, Wow! I was there for that. And another thing that you know kind of got brought up on my interview as far as. Uh, you know, construction and reconstruction. Right. Even though I, at that point I was an assistant, it, it, it did help. Yeah. Uh, from there, I went to the ledges for a short time in Huntsville, and then uh, I got an opportunity to get back to Middle Tennessee in a, in a course that I was familiar with and people that I were familiar with uh, at Foxland Harbor. Yeah. And uh, and so I, I took that a, as a first assistant there, um, and I was uh, uh, enjoyed my time there. Uh, for the first two years, I was an assistant, and then... Um, I guess it was two thousand fourteen, the year that uh, just about everybody got dinged with a lot of winter kill. I was promoted uh, shortly after that to superintendent, the superintendent right. role.
0: And then you're here, and now you're here. So how how did that come about?
1: Uh, well, in two thousand eighteen, um, you know. Uh, Bill Bergen was, uh, uh, that Foxland Harbor is one of his originals and, uh, him and he seems to
0: get around on these golf courses. uh, Oh
1: yeah. And there's a reason he's, uh, he's a super guy and uh, very, very professional and uh, a great person for a superintendent to work with. Sure. And, um, but Foxland was one of his originals Mm -hmm. and, um, he stopped in on a site visit when, uh, in 2018, uh, just, uh, to, uh, check a small, um, uh, practice putting green that right. we were going to put in and uh, drove around the course. We ended up, you know, having dinner that night, and you know that was when uh, he first told me about Macklemore. And, um, uh, you know, I, I was interested, but I also knew that we kind of had things rolling at Foxland and kind of had uh, built up, you know, several years there of progress to sure. where I really wanted, you know, where I wanted it to be. Uh, but a couple of days later, I did call him, and uh, said, "Yeah, you know, I really, uh, I really would be interested in, in at least taking a look and yeah. talking to some people." And one thing led to another. You know, a, a couple of interviews, and maybe two weeks later, I was, yep. uh, uh, you know, I was boots on the ground in the middle of a construction project yeah. at Mclemore.
0: So I, I asked this, and and you may or may you may or may not have different an, uh, a different answer than I would assume. But I, what made you? believe enough in the project to go from a place you were kind of happy at to seeing this uh coming up here it's under construction you kind of hear horror stories about you know things that happen and or that they you know may not make it or whatever what what was the thing that uh sort of drove it home for you and and said yep i'm doing that
1: i think the first thing would be just seeing exactly how excited bill was about the project and uh um you know i could i could see Uh, that he was super excited and um, you know made me curious Um, and then the views for the the first time that I came up here right and just seeing the the golf course even though it was under construction and there was a lot going on uh, the layout of the golf course um, it was just something I fell in love with um, and uh, definitely something I knew I I was gonna be very interested in even though I absolutely loved my uh, my position at Foxland yeah
0: so tell me a little bit about the history of Macklemore. I know um, you, uh, it, it, it was a project that was kind of ongoing that was kind of sitting there. So tell me a little bit about how it evolved and, and uh, turned into Macklemore.
1: Yeah, uh, originally uh, it was Canyon Ridge, and um, a lot of people were in the Chattanooga where we are maybe eight or ten miles away from the Tennessee border yep. on Lookout Mountain. Uh, maybe maybe 15 minutes away from Lookout Mountain uh, Golf Course, for those that are familiar. And uh, really, uh, you know, we are a little bit out of the way, maybe 30 minutes uh, from Chattanooga. Yeah. Um, but uh, Canyon Ridge uh, originally opened in 2006, right before the housing bubble. And uh, it, you know, it really struggled for many years mm-hmm. and um, until the... Uh, A group of people got together and decided that, you know, that there was a ton of potential here. Was
0: Bill Bergen involved in it at that point, or did he come in later?
1: He was one of the first uh, people that they called. Okay. Um, You know, they wanted wanted Bill Bergen, and then Reese Jones came in later. Uh, But a group of people from Chattanooga uh, got together and um, knew what the potential was uh, for – you know, the golf course and yep. what, what its future could be with more homes, a hotel, clubhouse, yep. uh, which was all, uh, you know, just kind of a thought at the time. Sure. And um, uh, so they took it over, and shortly after that they hired Bill, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was maybe six months later when uh, the first excavators came in.
0: Yeah. So talk to me about where we're at. We're in this really nice little place. We're uh, on the property. It was – I mean, I hate to – I, I wish I could describe this to the people that are listening, but the fog here is incredible. I mean, y'all have a motto. is something like in the clouds or above, above the clouds. Above the clouds. You, are, you t- are definitely not above the clouds right now.
1: Today we are in the clouds. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, we're in the clouds for sure. So tell me about the property itself and kind of uh, describe, um, you know, the what what uh, Macklemore actually is from a private club. you got a resort feel and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We uh, – um, we are a private golf course, and uh, but we, uh, we're, I guess we are a private resort club. Sure. Um, we have plenty of opportunities for anyone that wants to come and play here yep. in a stay-and-play package. A lot of the homes that have, have are existing or, or newly built are in a uh, rental program. And so, um, you know, not only do we have members that own property and, you know, are, are members of the club, yep. but, you know, resort play is a big part of What we do here, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you know, we've broken ground on a hotel um, that is uh, that is in the in the works right now, and uh, so that's probably still about a year and a half, two year build. Um, Not really sure exactly when a uh, that would be open, but it's it is definitely in the in the works. Um, So we are open to everybody and anybody that wants to come up and and uh, check out what we have going on.
0: Yeah, you. you have uh, quite a bit of construction going on up here from what we've seen so far and and uh so how, what in 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 terms of the overall kind of where you see things once it's all said and done is it, it the course is pretty much completed you've got a lot of that done are the facilities still a ways away or where do you, where would you feel like that's in uh part of its at
1: yeah we um uh We opened last year, 2019, on June, uh, June 22nd, and then opened a short course on September 1st. Yep. Um, There's, uh, as with any renovation, it's two or three years to really get everything, you know, maturing in. And Mm -hmm. uh, right now we have a lot we have going on with just uh, tree removal and opening up some sight lines and um, native areas. Yeah. Uh, But we are set for a Labor Day opening. For a uh, clubhouse uh, that we got to tour earlier today, sure. and um, and then after that, uh, the hotel is is going to be, um, you know, probably about a year and a half out. And uh, then after that, you know, that'll kind of depend on uh, if we can build a second property, yeah, uh, a second golf course, which we we own the property to do. Oh, really?
0: So uh, that's something that's in the works, then? Huh? Yes,
1: it's 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 in the works for sure. It's. Yep. Uh, uh, something that's been talked about. It's it's definitely it's on the horizon. Yeah. Um. You know. But uh. But it is something that um is is definitely uh, realistic and yeah. in the plans. Um. Yeah. But you know, first things first is the, the clubhouse and then the hotel and then then we'll move on from there.
0: Yeah. Casino. Uh,
1: I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you.
0: Well. So so uh, how did it, how did Mclemore get its name? Is there uh I we I think we were talking earlier. There's a an area that's uh, called McLemore Cove. Is that how it got its name or is there a...
1: Yes, yeah. We uh, The golf course overlooks McLemore Cove, yep. uh, which is a very, very scenic um, part of North Georgia. Uh, and, um, and so John McLemore was uh, Scottish and Cherokee and uh it was kind of a no-brainer with macklemore overlooking macklemore cove you know we could be a part of that history and you know the macklemore name be a part of ours
0: that's pretty that's pretty cool so you enjoying it here i mean this is i mean it's kind of a different feel than middle tennessee i'm sure
1: yes it's very different it's uh i love it here i uh, you know of course i miss uh the people um around middle tennessee especially my work colleagues Uh, but it's quickly become home. Uh, they, you know, it's, it's a very unique situation. It's a very big family feel. Um, and, uh, you know, getting to know, you know, what would be a smaller membership compared to what, you know, most is, has been great. And the people that I work with and Ford, um, they're just great. And being able to start from scratch coming in day one, and we had two people, um, on our maintenance crew and, Um, really about maybe five running, you know, mowers to, um, you know, turning everything over to a, um, a good staff, you know, a young staff, um, and, uh, you know, complete, um, uh, John Deere package, um, you know, turn, you know, turn that entirely over. Um, and then the progress we've made, you know, on the golf course, um, it's, it's been great. Yep.
0: What is, uh, what would you say has been your biggest challenge?
1: Oh, (laughs) I think the biggest challenge really was, uh, while it was great to start from scratch, uh, you know, coming in and there was a lot of times you go into a golf course and when you change a job and at least something's good. Right. And there was no irrigation, uh, that that was running there, you know, there was, there was no equipment, there was no employees, um, uh, but in building that and having to build it quick to get ready for what was ahead of us as far as, you know, getting green seated and um you know getting uh you know finishing up a project as quickly as we could yep. uh, that was definitely uh the most challenging and the most rewarding um thing that I've probably had to deal with here
0: so what's your sta- what's your staff like now as far as um sizing and all that you you got I mean, we obviously never have the amount of people we want we but never uh, have enough but uh talk about your staff a little bit and how that's put together
1: yeah um we we got you know we got lucky With several, uh, a couple of guys actually came from Foxland um, and you know moved their lives up here to be a part of this project, and that was kind of our core guys. And uh, shortly after, we had uh, a couple guys that were at some very nice golf courses in the country or in the area um, that um, that had heard about this and was interested in in, you know kind of coming along and maybe getting some more responsibility than what they had. And, uh, so we got a core group of guys that, you know, we very young, but very energetic. And yeah. I think that was a really po- big positive for, yeah. you know, the long hours that you have to do in a construction project. So right now it's winter time. We, um, we just had, um, uh, we have about 10 guys right now and we'll staff up to about 15. And uh, then once the clubhouse opens, I could see it getting up into the you know seventeen eighteen yeah. um, you know uh, area.
0: Yeah. How's your maintenance facility? Is all is everything kind of done and on that regard?
1: Maintenance facility is. We'll have to go check it out when yeah, we go by Yeah, it's there. it's dated. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, that's probably the most drastic difference that I've had to deal with coming from Foxland to yeah. to here. Uh, there is plans uh, for when the hotel opens to have a completely new. Uh, uh, maintenance shop, and so I, I'm going to be going on a tour here in a few months to to uh, see what we can kind of model after. Yeah, and um, we're hoping that that breaks ground in less than a year. Bell Mead, man. Yeah, oh, I know, <laughs> I know, and uh, that that will be the first place we go to. Yeah. and um, so. But right now, it is a—it's a very tough thing. Um, you know, it's a very small meeting space, and we've got maybe half the area in the—the the actual shop that we really need for as much equipment as we have now. Sure,
0: that's always a unique challenge—is to have the proper space and. I met is that it was that originally the one kind of here when things got rolling under it, it Canyon was. Ridge.
1: It was. It was Canyon Ridge. Uh, yep. Canyon Ridge is you know original maintenance facility, yep. and uh, I, it just wasn't built for you know what the expectations are now.
0: Yeah, they never are. It seems like that's a that's always a struggle with the maintenance facilities is whether they're proper and can you know function and do things that they need to on the golf course. I mean, uh, it's not a, I mean, you're not the first person to have to inherit that. Hopefully you just get what you need eventually.
1: I think I was just spoiled at Foxland yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, having all the space that we had and, uh, had it more than what we need as yep. far as, uh, you know, space and equipment, but we make do with what we have. Yep. It's, uh, it makes us a little bit less efficient, but the, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. Yep. Um, and you know, uh we're, we're kind of biding our time to, to really, you know, get the maintenance facility that yeah. we really, really want and need.
0: Do you feel like you're on an island up here or do you get to uh, get and sort of get around the other golf courses and spend time with them or get to make meetings and all that stuff?
1: I've definitely been in a little bit of a bubble. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been pretty hectic as far as, you know, all of last year uh just getting open you know everything that leads up to it and then you know cramming an entire golf season into three months yeah um and then battling uh, just like everybody else did the weather last fall um you know and by that time after we do ever get everything right and put to bed I, you know i think i'm just exhausted so uh yeah it's it's a <laughs> deb- feel for you yeah it's <laughs> It's definitely going to be something that uh, I make a big, you know, priority to, to try to get out and meet some more of the guys here in yeah. Chattanooga that I haven't been able to meet yet and uh, get to know them a little bit more. Yeah.
0: What about the uh, temperatures and all? you see a, a big change from being in up here as opposed to being in Nashville?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute drastic change, um, especially when we're talking about bent grass, uh, bent grass greens um, and uh, – there can be an eight to 10 degree difference and, uh, you know, very easily lots of air movement up here, lots of wind, um, a lot less humidity. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, so we even get temperature inversions in the fall that actually keeps our Bermuda grass greener a little bit longer than most, even though that we're at about 2,500, um, uh, 2,500 feet, um, in elevation, um, and uh, so that, you know, that's been great. Uh, we, uh, we did do a short course uh, and introduced um, um, Tiff Eagle Greens. Yep. Um, because they were so uh, such a small, uh, small greens, I was afraid of wear and ball right. marks on a small par three course like that. So we, um, one of the, the coolest things that I, I like about this is getting experience with both AU Victory Benton grass right. and, um, um, you know, Eagle um, hybrid Bermuda or Bermuda uh, sure. or Dorf greens.
0: Are, are you going to have to figure out a way to have equipment set up differently for those, you know, four or five, how many greens are over there? Six greens. Six greens. So, um, You've got six greens of ultra dwarf. Do you feel like you're going to have a different set of pieces of equipment for that versus the the golf course?
1: Yes. Yeah. We we knew, we got by with some you know ancient uh, mowers that we had. You yeah. know, That was basically from 2006 uh, for the grow-in and um, you know just kind of getting the um, the greens open on the short yeah. course. But now we have uh, we have you know, a, a small equipment package on the way that is going to, you know, be just solely dedicated. And there's also going to be a, a crew that's solely dedicated to the short course. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, you know, it's going to be small, but I I, I think that sometimes uh, last year it could get overlooked. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were trying to get everything done on the main course and then things could get overlooked. And so we made the decision this year to have a separate uh, separate manager and uh, you know a, a small crew with them that takes care of uh, the cl- you know eventually the clubhouse, but right now the short course and driving range area.
0: That's got to be great experience too. It's a good selling point for someone to take care of. You know, you get the best of everything. You get the shortcut. You know, shortcut turf. You get tees. You get greens. Bunkers. You got you know kind of everything you you know you'd want and just kind of learning everything and and uh, you know they get to you know tinker around with it.
1: Yeah, it is phenomenal short game area. Yeah. it's uh, it's great for practice, but way more than that. Um, anybody can have fun on that short course. Yeah. It's it's uh, some of the funnest times that I've ever had in golf. Is you know just tinkering around on that, and uh, you know anybody from children, yeah, you know people who are first getting into uh, in, into the games. Ladies, uh, lady golfers absolutely love it. Um, it's just it, it's fun for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Any
0: thoughts of lighting it? It's not lighted, It is
1: it. It's not. It's not lit right now, but there is plans to yeah. uh, to light it up. Yeah. Um, that'd know. be kind of cool. Yeah, it, it especially really if really
0: you're cool. staying at night and you get you know get people out there and you got the clubhouse and all that'd be yeah, really cool. Yeah, the
1: clubhouse and overlooking eighteen. You'd <laughs> probably
0: and, have hard time getting people off there.
1: No, no, <laughs> it's uh, it, it is in the plans. Yeah,
0: can you come out here and just play it? Yes, or, uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
1: If uh, if that was something that you wanted, yep. Uh, then uh, you know you you can go out and play as much as you want on the short course and, uh, um, it's, uh, it, it, really is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Well, we got to, we got to go around it and, uh, it was a lot of fun. We, we couldn't see the, the green, I mean, I couldn't imagine the longest hole being more than about 60 yards, but about we, that, yeah. we couldn't see the flag at all. So it was, it was wild, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, I think it's great for golf, great to have on your golf course. And, and, um, you know, it, I'm looking forward to Getting out there and seeing what the rest of the golf course holds because I've I've seen your pictures on online and on Twitter and all and the uh, and it's awesome to see uh, the views and everything and that's going to be something to see so I know you got I know that you can drive around and soak that in a little bit
1: yeah it's a, it's a very scenic golf course and uh, um, obviously I'm biased but uh, uh, you know one of the first things that after the first time I played it one of the first things that I remember yeah. is. You know, you go to a really good golf course, and you might, you know, when you get back, you might remember two or three holes right. from that day. And uh, you know, at Macklemore, you, you might remember nine or ten. Yeah. And what's uh, your favorite? It, well, it has to be eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Eighteen, yeah. I got we, uh, you know, uh, Bill Bergen obviously uh, designed that, but I, you know, I got to be there from the very beginning on right. that, and uh, and it's such a scenic hole and yep. just a special place. Uh, so definitely eighteen, but. Um, you know, right after that, you know, uh, there's a there's a uh, a par four that wraps around a lake on number two, and um, holes that are just kind of underrated, uh, like 17. You know, going into 18, 17 is right. a super nice par five right. uh, with a lot of Bergen style bunkers on it.
0: That's awesome. Is it a par 72? Uh,
1: 70, 70, 71.
0: 71. There you go. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing it and driving around there, and uh, it's, it's uh, going to be something pretty cool to see. I, I wish the fog was, because we had some time today to do it, but, um, you know, I, I've heard so many good things about it, man. I'm just looking forward to it, and I, heard, I know you're doing a lot of cool things up here, and, uh, you, you know, we were talking today about um, your irrigation issue that's going on. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about how, how difficult that is, but uh, <laughs> right now you got no water.
1: Uh, haven't had water for about two months, yeah. uh, two or three months. Uh, that that went with uh, uh, some blasting we had to do for uh, making the hotel parking lot and uh, and lake. Um, but uh, that's uh, that's going to be addressed in the next week, yeah. and uh, we'll sure be a very big relief to be able to put down some fertilizer and and uh, just you know uh, get all the other irrigation stuff on the course that uh, needs to be fixed that we don't really know about if it's yeah. not pressurized. So. Uh, about seven hundred yards or so of mainline has yep. to go in through some rock and up a mountain, so it's it's going to take some time. But I'm uh, I'm definitely excited to have water. Soon. Yeah,
0: that's going to be big because we're already in middle of March, and uh, it's going to. I mean, you just never know around here. The weather could change on you in a minute. I mean, it could be snowing one day and ninety five, or not ninety five, but it may be hot the next day. So you. You just never know, so I hope that uh, works out for you sooner than later.
1: No, oh, well, thank you, and you're definitely right about the <laughs> weather. Every, uh, everyone got a dusting around here about three three weeks ago, but yep. up at elevation, we we got uh, about seven inches of snow. Yeah.
0: Well, let's uh, let's take a break a minute. I got to pay a few little bills and uh, and uh, got a sponsor now, so I'm excited about that. But I appreciate you hanging on, but hanging tight for, with me for a minute. Hey guys, just wanted to interrupt the podcast right here real quick and uh, again mention uh, how fun uh, we had a good time uh, talking with Ryan. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, Appreciate uh, the guys over at Sigma Organics uh, didn't mentioned uh, paul over in, in the beginning but i wanted to mention him as well but uh, thanks again to rusty and uh, greg for having me uh tag along with them and head down to Mcnamore golf club speak to ryan emerson it was a lot of fun hope you're enjoying it and also thanks to matthew powell and those uh individuals him specifically over at grounds care unlimited uh for sponsoring the podcast being uh um coming on and showing their support and uh, really want to uh, push their products and and uh talk more about them as the uh podcast goes so hope you're enjoying it uh didn't want to take too much of your time but we took a little short break because uh, we were uh, just all hanging out and having a good time and um so uh hope you uh enjoy the episode hope you uh, are getting something out of it and if you haven't seen macklemore golf club it's a really uh special place so uh I won't take any more of your time, but just wanted to uh, interrupt it here for a minute, and then uh, we'll head back to uh, some more conversation with uh, Ryan Emerson. All right, Ryan, so let's get into a little bit of the construction of the golf course because I'm always interested in – and how golf courses are put together, that's sort of kind of where I've gravitated to. What were some of the things that you enjoyed about that whole experience and what was unique about working on this project, being it's on a mountainside and all the difficulties that that brings?
1: Uh, One of the things that I really enjoyed was the Mm -hmm. AU Victory Bentgrass um, that I was able to to convert to. When I first got up here, I, I wanted to go A1, because uh, that's what basically all i'd ever worked with and um it's definitely a great grass but some of the characteristics of uh, the heat tolerance and being able to dry uh dry it down to you know very low levels in yep. conjunction with the weather that we have up here that's yep. great for for bent grass it, it really allows me to give you know give the golfers a really good um, experience uh, on bent grass in the summer which right. is uh pretty unique in the um, in the southeast
0: I'm not familiar with the AU victory. Tell me a little bit about that and why you chose that. Uh, well, I know you touched on it a little bit, but uh, sort of give me a little background on it.
1: Really, mm-hmm. uh, really cool story on on how it came about. Yep. There was a drought in the mid 2000s that really hit uh, Georgia, North Alabama, and so Auburn um, turf grass went out and uh, took a bunch of samples from sure. different golf courses um, before most of them converted to. Ultra Dorf. Gotcha. And, um, you know, they they kind of paired all that down to uh, – they went from about 200 samples down to two or three that actually went to Oregon to seed out. Gotcha. And uh, then they got it to one, and the characteristics of that grass is, is really great for people in the southeast. Yeah. It uh, was a little slow to establish, um, but uh, the wear tolerance, the heat tolerance, you know – we're able to really use our moisture and everybody's different on, you know, the numbers on moisture meters, but, you know, we can really get ours down really low before we even see any, um, any spotting on the greens. Uh, um, we probably actually watered greens, um, more than just, you know, a spot or two, maybe four or five times, all all of last summer. And then we had new greens, so that's kind of normal, but, um, you know, the grass itself was just, you know, Cadillac. Yeah, and uh, the other thing was seeing eighteen uh, go from you know what looked like a rainforest to you know uh, actually seeing it to completion was uh, definitely one of the most rewarding things that that you know we were able right. to do.
0: What was the what was the thought process behind changing that hole? And for people that haven't seen it or or seen you post about it and the dramatic views that it sort of represents, why why did Bill decide to take it that route?
1: Well, that's a great question, and uh, actually a good story. We um, <clears throat> we knew we wanted a clubhouse. the The facility has a very small uh, clubhouse that is going to be a training facility now. Yeah. And we're <laughs> building this, uh, you know, this golf course that you know we thought was really you know high end and top notch, yeah. and, and it is. Uh, but we didn't have a place for our clubhouse, and. It, uh, kind of the last second, there was days uh, on, you know, kind of planning out where this clubhouse would go. And then finally, it, there was a brow below the uh, the old 18th hole. And Bill just kind of went down there one day and then came back up, you know, full of briars and, and everything else and said, yeah, we can build a hole down there and it would be great. Yeah. And uh, uh, so now the uh, the old 18 is now – um, the side of the clubhouse, right, and the short course, and then the um, the 18th hole now is just one of the most scenic holes, uh, and I am biased, but one of the most scenic holes yeah. in golf.
0: Well, it looks pretty spectacular um, from the pictures. I'm I'm curious as to how fun that was to try to build out there. Is it did, was there a lot of movement that you had to do i'm sure there's quite a few trees that had to be removed but how did the how did the construction of that hole actually go
1: thousands of trees <clears throat> yeah. uh you know there was there was a lot you know a lot but we really did get very lucky um in the amount of soil and dirt that was actually there that we could yeah. work with we didn't have to bring anything in hardly at all and really there was only maybe two or three days of blasting yeah. and a lot of that was rocks that were just on the surface. Sure. Um, so uh, you know it, uh, it was definitely. Uh, I think there was a lot more uh, difficulty in routing cart paths up, up to um, the clubhouse, and then down from 17 to yeah. 18, than uh, um, we, we had first thought. We had to fly in bridges uh, in helicopters oh, wow. um, to get ac- uh, across a couple of the ravines because yeah. there was no way to get equipment down there to build bridges. Yeah. Um, but overall, um, it, it it definitely took a long time. But, um, uh, we really did get lucky in the amount of material that we had.
0: How tough was the irrigation installation as far as that goes? I can't imagine that was real easy.
1: No, it, it, it wasn't. there uh, <coughs> luckily, we you know, we were able to kind of follow the cart path down on one side and uh, then the um, on to loop it around, we actually had a pretty straight path down from uh, the old eighteenth green yep <coughs> so when, um, um, uh, you know, that it was, it was tough, but they, they were able to get all the irrigation in without too much trouble.
0: Where do you get, where's your water source?
1: Um, yeah, well, it's very limited. <laughs> like, my, like most people on top of a mountain. Yeah. Uh, it's basically, uh, two, two, uh, basins that collect water and one that we can pump, uh, water from one to the other that actually yeah. goes to the clubhouse or the, the pump house. And, uh, now with this new construction of the hotel they needed materials and we needed more water and so they've built another lake uh that'll actually gravity feed down to one of our reservoirs well that'll be good
0: i mean that's always the challenge with golf courses is the um the fear or the or the the wonder if they're going to be limited or ha- or run out of water and because that'll be the death of any golf course yes. and so having a, a and we talk about that some you know in different people that i've spoken to is like over here we don't really have a, a an issue with water being as big of a deal because we get a lot of rainfall and there's things like that we can collect it, but you know courses that are out west are dealing with um you know limited amounts of water and irrigation, so I can only i i'm I'm sure that's what was the challenge to try to figure out how to make sure you got enough irrigation to grow it up here
1: huge huge <clears throat> challenge. <clears throat> um that uh, that we had last year especially yeah. in the growing yeah um you know we had a, grout, a drought uh before we actually opened uh that we got very lucky in
0: um yeah.
1: and got some more rainfall and then uh, you know we were hit very hard with the drought last year from yeah. august to october uh, the month of september was pretty rough yeah and uh but um you know with wedding agents and we actually bought some water from the city uh, we able to keep everything going yep. um, as best we could. Uh, we didn't go into dormancy in some of the warm season grasses as, as well as we would because yep. of the drought. But uh, we able to get through it. We're really hoping that with the new um, the new reservoir that we have, uh, it it's still going to be stressful, but hopefully not not nearly as much as it was last year. Yeah,
0: you got uh, Bermuda grass tees and fairways. Is that correct?
1: Bermuda grass everywhere. Yep. Um, 419 was the original, and we came back in with latitude. Yeah. Um, and I uh, really like that grass. Sure. Uh, all of our approaches and green surrounds are all latitude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm able to get that, you know, down uh, down really tight and, and, you know, really good and playable. Yeah. Um, it's a really good grass. And uh, uh, we're thinking about maybe going zoysia around the clubhouse and kind of um, testing that out because uh, zoysia is – you know, kind of the ultimate goal on right. short grass around here. Yeah.
0: Are y'all, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all doing any painting or overseeding as far as, I know we saw a couple of range, uh, range areas, but are you, any thoughts to doing the course that way or do you do it?
1: Yeah. Um, we we dabbled a little bit with the Bermuda greens and Target greens on the uh, range this yeah. year. And uh, next year um, we think we're going to try to take it, take it a, a little bit slower, but yeah, um, uh, we'll probably start out with T's and yep. maybe approaches and with the ultimate goal yep. of, of, you know, all the short grass going into, uh, going into paint. Yep.
0: You know, I, I <laughs> we have, we I did a podcast, uh, at the Tennessee turf grass, in front of a live audience, Would you, did you ever listen to that one? Uh, or we talked.
1: I probably did. I don't recall. Though. We
0: got a couple of people in the background over here that are having a little dr- uh, background noise yeah. to it, but they're having fun. But uh, we're—it's <laughs> fun to have everybody up here, and this is a cool experience. But so I'm—I'm—I'm. I'm, um, I'm, do you get to play golf much? Uh,
1: yeah, I play. I—I uh, I, I think I'm like most superintendents, or maybe not. Yeah. I, maybe I am weird in this sense. I don't like playing my own golf course. Um, you know, I. Uh, I'm not very good and yeah. so I like to go and play other people's stuff that yeah. I think is you know just great and yep. you know every time I play my course I just think about all the stuff that I could do yeah, doing that... or hasn't done and and so you know it's just not as enjoyable when I play my own place. Yeah.
0: So I'm curious uh, you mentioned we didn't talk about it much but your baseball career what 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 made you uh, sort of decide to go uh, against baseball and or not pursue that? Cause you're a big guy, man. You yeah, look like, I bet you can bring it. Were you a pitcher? Yeah. No,
1: I was. I was <clears> a pitcher. <throat> yeah. Um, and it just came down to it no. where, uh, you know, it, it started hurting a whole lot. That, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I was just really, I was, I was more excited and ready to start my career. Yep. Um, you know, in this industry, I knew that I was, you know, uh, I knew I wasn't going to go past college. Yeah. And so, uh, once I knew that, it was kind of clear cut that I wanted to do a long internship and. Um, you know, just start my career as 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 soon as I could. Yeah. The uh,
0: the people the the people you come that have that come here, maybe your colleagues, friends of ours, and stuff. What is their overall? What do you usually hear the feedback the most from?
1: Oh, they they just love the views. Yeah. Um They love the views. They love the the playability of the greens. Yeah. Uh, but most of all, you know, just the sight lines down into the cove and yeah. the elevation changes. Uh, we have some very unique holes. And, uh, so it's, uh, you know, um, it's something that you don't see in middle Tennessee and, and really it, it's very unique for even a mountain, uh, mountaintop yep. golf course, because once you get up here, there's some flat holes and there's, there's some that go through a Canyon yeah. and then there's some that's just slammed right up next to, you know, a cliff edge. And so it's, uh, uh, that's a lot of the feedback I get is just, you know, the views and, and, um, uh, Uh, And definitely the playability of the greens. Yeah.
0: I'm not putting you on the spot here, but any any thoughts or uh, down the road hosting any superintendent events or having, uh, you know, things like that that would support our association? Yeah, we would love to. Um,
1: You know, we would love to. um, You know. uh, I would love to uh, yeah. be able to plan that out. One, uh, Foxland, we were able to do the uh, Middle Tennessee fundraiser yep. uh, the year that we did the State Open, yeah. and so that was uh, that was a lot of fun. And yeah, you know, I would love to have people yeah. come on out and, and kind of see for themselves what I'm sure most people have seen on Twitter from Bill and sure. and other people.
0: What was uh, what was it like working with uh, Bill as an architect and sort of working hand in hand with him? And you said. You may have, may or may not have mentioned, but it's a Reese Jones as well, too?
1: Yeah. Did it's you get a, to work with both of them? I did. What um, was that like? Uh, it was a collaboration yeah. between the two. Yep. Uh, Bill was uh, definitely the, the boots on the ground for the majority of it. And uh, Bill's just a really, uh, really ga- great guy and uh, super professional and yep. uh, really great for a superintendent to work with. He, yeah. um, really, I think, specializes in leaving the course – Able to be managed yep. um, for years to come, and uh, very big on his bunkers, and and uh, very big on drainage yeah. uh, to try to get you know help the superintendent out as much as possible.
0: I know that uh, he's doing quite a few renovations, you know, in our state specifically, and and um, you know I, I'd love to have him on the podcast and just talk. One of my passions has always been uh, golf course architecture. That's how I originally got involved, or wanted to be in the golf course maintenance business was to be an architect and uh, I think it's just always cool to sit and you know chat with those guys and uh, I'd love to have him on someday and talk to him about this place and all the all the other places he's either currently doing or, do, or working on that'd be fun
1: yeah no he's uh he's definitely a busy man yeah and uh you know he's working all over right now and you know we're definitely proud yeah. that uh, uh that he did the work for us here and you know I, this is my second Bill Bergen course so it's uh you know, it's been really good to work yeah. with him for several years now.
0: How how often does he uh, make stops back in?
1: Um, well, during construction, he was here once or twice a week. Sometimes yeah. even more. Yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of his he, he's out of Atlanta, so a lot of his business through Middle sure. Tennessee brings him right past, uh, or, uh, right past here. So he stops yeah. in quite a bit.
0: That's cool. Well, I, I would say that uh, th- that relationship between the architect and you know the superintendent is one that need you know. Those guys, it's it's it could always be you know sort of uh, hazy or fuzzy to so to speak, but if you can have a really good relationship with that architect and he, he kind of understands where you're coming from and you understand where he's coming from and trying to make the best overall experience that that's got to be a, a pretty cool thing to do. And I got to work uh, when I was at the golf club of Tennessee for a little bit with uh, Tom Fazio and their people, just, you know, little bitty uh, things like that. And then you always remember that because it's a different side of, you know, creating and building and seeing how things are put together. And, and uh, I can, I can only imagine that as a, a uh, experience builder to say the least.
1: Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you know, um the relationship was with Bill was great it, it was uh, you know sometimes you can hear some horror stories and um but it was nothing like that um he was always you know very professional yep. and uh, you know it was something that I was always interested in yep. you know and it definitely made me a better the construction part of it definitely made me a lot yep. better superintendent uh, in the long run to kind of see how everything really is put yep. together and, and um you know it, it was it wasn't completely new to me but um the experience definitely was an eye opener. Yeah. Um. You know, on on how things, uh, how things have to come together to to put a really good product. Yeah. You know, in the end.
0: So what have I, what have I not asked you about Macklemore or your career that you that uh, you want people to know? Hmm. You yeah. married?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 not married yeah and uh that probably made it a lot easier to leave middle tennessee yeah. and come up here on top of a mountain yeah and um you know it's uh, uh you know for me it's uh, i love to you know i love being a superintendent i like deer hunting yeah and, you know in the off season and so that's uh you know it's really a kind of a good match up here yeah
0: do you get to do it up here or
1: uh there's uh, uh there's a lot of property uh for me to hunt but it's yeah. I, I still like going out of state i like going to kentucky and kansas and places yeah. like that to go deer hunting
0: yeah you're a ball fan i'm assuming oh a huge volunteer yeah. fan we won't go down that road <laughs> 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 i always i always I've, I've, i have it's so funny i have interviewed so many guys that and, and that uh, i wish i could get a, a woman on here eventually i'll do that but um, that are all Vol fans, and they all know I'm a Bama fan, so yeah. that rubs them the wrong way. But it'll change eventually. Mm-hmm. It'll uh, it'll go back the other direction, I'm sure, at wow. some point.
1: Well, one of your Bama boys is helping us out here as, yep. as our head coach now. I think yep. he's doing doing a pretty good job. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll see how that turns out. Yep
0: well how what's uh what's uh 20 was it what are we in 2020 what does 2020 look like for you as far as things I know you said the clubhouse and things like that but how's that how, are we are you heading into the season pretty good and or, and what do you got coming up
1: yeah I think it's uh, I think we're right where we need to be yep. as far as going into the season it's definitely a big year for me because uh, and for the club um, yeah you know 20 uh, 2019 was um, you know just getting open and and kind of you know cramming in a full golf season into yep. three or four months instead of a full year and so this is the year that we really want to focus on details yep. and um especially in our warm season grasses and really fine-tune um you know what you know what we want this place to be and, yep. and the expectations that's uh, you know kind of been put on us yeah
0: Well, I want to say again, I appreciate you having me up here. I'm looking forward to getting out when it's uh, the clouds are gone and it's just uh, amazing that I, you know, what, what we're looking at. I still, it's still light here and it's amazing that it's that dark, but, or that uh, foggy, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I appreciate you doing this and sitting in with me for a minute and chatting about uh, Macklemore, telling me about your story and. And uh, I hope you uh, had as much fun as I did of just getting to know you a little bit and enjoying it. And I appreciate you coming on the podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, uh, BJ. And thank you for doing what you're doing. The podcasts are are incredible. And just thanks for coming up and seeing us.
0: I, I appreciate that. I hope that people are getting something out of it and that we're learning about each other and along the way maybe sharing a... Uh, you know a story or two that's helping someone because everybody's dealing with something and I know we didn't get into a whole lot of the you know some of your you know I, everybody has challenges and things you're doing and I but y- you know you've got a unique piece of property and I want to cover and let everybody kind of know uh, what Macklemore is and we'll have you back on again sometime and I'm sure things will change in a year or so so it'll be fun.
1: Yeah looking forward to it, BJ and any superintendents that want to come take a look just uh, just Uh, Get in touch with me. I'm not hard to find, and come out and see us.
0: Well, how do they? How do they find you as far as uh, social media or any of that? So, Uh, we don't want to give out your number, but (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm on um, uh, Twitter as uh, I think it's Macklemore Turf, Uh um, and uh, you know I'm on all the social medias at Ryan's Ryan Emerson. So, just shoot me a message if uh superintendent wants to come check it out and, and play a little bit you know we'd love to have you
0: awesome well uh definitely go do that people uh, it's a great um i'm getting i'm hoping i'm going to see it and when this comes out i'll have i'll be able to tell you a lot more about it as i share this but uh thanks again my man everybody come see him up here at Mclemore on lookout mountain it's a it's going to be a special place so once again thank you and i appreciate it and uh, until next time i will talk to you soon